Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of Forever Young on Black, the Tiger Army podcast. I'm Paul, your host. You can get us on Forever Young on Black on Facebook and Twitter. You can get me at Paul underscore football. It won't always be about the Tigers, but you can certainly have a chat to me. Uh, we'll look back at Scotty Turner. We'll lament the loss against Geelong. Um, we'll talk about Bolton's mark. It's all about Richmond. This is Forever Young on Black podcast.
that mark is in the top, I, I would say it's the top three or four that we've, we've ever seen at the club. Uh, who, who do we put up there? Obviously, Michael Mitchell's floating one-hander when he won goal and mark of the year in the one year. The floating one-hander was gorgeous. Um, Richo, with his massive scream, I think it was against uh, was against Collingwood or North, where he just absolutely hangs in the air forever. Um, you know, you, you've got the uh, Burke mark, where he absolutely does float. Underrated mark, because I think the uh, camera angles and everything weren't as good as they could have been there. I've probably missed a few. Um, who else have we missed there? Pettifer takes an absolute scream up. Royce Hart with his classic mark in the finals as well. But this has to be in the top five or six Richmond marks ever taken. And the more you watch it, and it's, I love the slow, I love when you see the slow mos He literally karate kicks off um, at the end to, to add a little bit of uh, Jordan kind of-esque airtime there. Uh, it's one of the greatest marks you'll ever see. He converts as well, which makes it even nicer. But um, that that was a positive. Uh, our first half pressure and probably could have been a little bit further up was fantastic. So there's some signs there. They're the positives. But there's not too many positives to take out of this game. We're four wins, four losses. Um, and, you know, I'll stop and reflect again for a moment. And I'll stop. Take my time and breathe. And I think this is what a few Richmond supporters, including myself, need to do. Um, we're throwing out the baby with the bathwater. We've um, chewed on our dummies. We've um, kicked the cow. We've slapped a horse. We've um, done all those kind of things because we are such a passionate supporter base. We're such a large, diverse supporter base that when things aren't going well, um, honestly, sometimes we can really um, devour our own. And, you know... People are saying, oh, look at all the Richmond supporters leaving before the game. That happens to every club. You know, you have a bad loss. You're not enjoying it. You've got kids. You want to get on that train on the way home. Fair enough. That's up to you. I personally stay till the end. You never know what you're going to miss. You could miss a goal of the year. You could have missed a mark like Bolton's. You know, if you took one in the last quarter, it's still something to take home as a memory. So, personally, I don't care if people leave early. It's up to them because uh, they're not my mates or anything like that. So, I don't need to worry. That's people's personal thing. Let's not get funny about that. But I think it's the level of vitriol that we give towards players and our coaching staff and, and you know, the, the stresses that we have. In, in the last few years, we haven't, besides 2019, which we didn't win anyway, we haven't always had the greatest starts to the season. You know, so four and four, is it fantastic? No. Is it end of the world? Absolutely not. Come the end of the season, if we are in the eight. No one's going to want to play us, and we will be in the eight. So just remember that. I think the, the thing for me is that there is winning fatigue as well as losing fatigue. You start to take things for granted. Um, you probably don't enjoy the, the wins as much. And uh, look, I think that it's a really classic line, but it's one I use with the kids all the time. You cannot enjoy uh, at all. You cannot enjoy the... Um, highs without the lows and obviously last night against Sydney were real lows um, you know remembering the Port game we win that and we're right now 5-3 and three. we are 4-4 four and four, and, and it's about right for what, the kind of inconsistency that we're having this season you know, great performance and a poor performance I mean the performance against Melbourne as well so this is not I think the shock is not the loss the shock was just the capit- uh, capitulation and I think a lot of us can say that as well. But look, keep your heads up. Um, 
a lot of a lot of positives will come over the next few weeks when you know hopefully Vlastin's uh, a little bit um, more seasoned again and seasoned again. You know, gets back into the, the rhythm of the match. Um, Dion Preston when he comes back, we got guys like Sydney Stack later in the season. We're going to have fresh legs, so it's not all doom and gloom. And uh, as always, guys, um, keep the faith. We are a great club. We will have downtimes over the next few years. It, it can't last forever, but let's just keep our level head on at all. As always, go Tigers. about that Bolton mark. Absolutely brilliant. It's the timing. It's the leap. It's the little kick off the end. It's the height. It's the fact that this guy's two metres tall in front of him. Uh, just one of the great, great Richmond marks. We spoke about it before. It's up there with Richo, Pettifer, Burke, um, Royce Hart. It's, it's up with all of them. Uh, Michael Mitchell. Um, we'll put a poll up later this week uh, on um, Forever Yellow and Black on Twitter and we'll, we'll put a post up on Forever Yellow and Black on Facebook as well. Um, I'd really love to know how you rate it. I certainly have it in the top four or five Richmond marks of all time. Uh, right now, it's my favourite mark in the last you know 20 years from a Richmond player. Um, he's been threatening to do this all season or you know the last year or two and I think it's not going to be the last. Now that he's actually taken, uh, held on because he's dropped a few where he's been up there really high. I think now that he's taken that mark, I think he's going to go on and take quite a few more and we'll, we'll be comparing where this one sits, not only with uh, Richmond marks of the past, but actually his own marks. So really exciting to see. On a dark night, um, we were talking about you know wins and losses and leaving early and uh, these kind of things. But it's these kind of highlights that make the game and it makes our game so different to so many others from around the world. Uh, the... You know, the ability to just take those absolute screamers. Like, he hasn't used his hands. It's just a pure leap. And then, obviously, the feet um, up there as well is just... It's, it's one of the reasons we just love the game so much. And uh, I'd love to know where you guys rate the mark. I, I have it, as I said, at the moment in the top four or five marks I've ever seen from a Richmond player. But I don't know where, at the moment, to put it. going to go back through and look at a few others. But Bolton, you superstar. Uh, I suppose the second part of this is that a lot of talk leading up to this week was, uh, you know, teams like West Coast and so forth going after him. Um, I think he has to be one of the priorities to sign, if not the priority to re-sign on, on quite a big contract. We're, we're, not a, we're not a club that goes out and, and goes over the market for players, but, uh, you know, like Dustin Martin, I, and I don't, I'm not comparing him to Dustin Martin in terms of, you know, like for like, but in terms of... Um, importance of a player, I think Bolton certainly is a player that uh, is generational as well. Um, we've, we've seen that in the last year or two when he's, he's gone into the middle and, and taken his game to the next level. So I think it has to be a priority. Uh, I'm not sure what people are thinking. You know, is 700000 going to be enough uh, for him over four or five years? I think if we can get him on a lower amount, but for more multiple years, giving him the same amount of money, but maybe for an extra year, I, I don't think he's out of the realms of a possibility as well. Um, with incentives on top of that, you know, for finals, grand finals, goals, kick, those kind of things. So I, I don't like the the um, 
contracts where statistics and so forth are brought into it, like if you kick a certain amount of goals or you do this, that and the other, because I think it, it, it goes away from the Richmond ethos of the team. So, you know, great, great, Mark. I think it's it's the sign of why, you know, if ever there's been a stamp uh, to say, sign me up, that has to be it. You know, a couple of goals last night, they were good as well and, and in, in previous weeks. So... Love to hear your thoughts on, on what we should be offering, Bolton. And love to hear your thoughts on where you rank that mark as well, because I've got it. I don't even know where to put it, but it has to be in the top four or five uh, Richmond marks of my life, and I'm uh, 48 years old. Once again, peeps, well, just go and watch it over and over and over again. Bolton and you start. John beat us well and truly last night. And I suppose this is really not about John. Let, let the John supporters enjoy that time. Because what's the point of even following a football club if we can't enjoy the process? So I'll bring it back to us. Let's celebrate those wins that we started a little bit, not all of us, and obviously I'm generalising. Let's start celebrating each and every win. I reckon I watched that Doggies replay this week. I, I watched a full replay once, but I think I watched highlights about four or five times minimum. Um, and I'm sure people watched a lot more than that. But let's get back to the core of being a football supporter, and that is the journey there, getting on the train or the tram, um, watching it on TV with family if you can't get to the game, um, the build-up and nerves throughout the week. And then when we do win, don't just go, oh, yeah, that was a win but actually start to enjoy it again. I think we've got a little bit away from that, and that is probably the core of any successful club, whether it was the New England Patriots or the Yankees when they were doing well, or, you know, Celtics, or, or you know, even the Melbourne Storm and clubs like that have had, you know, very consistent success, is that the, the wins throughout the season start to get diluted at times, the importance of them. So, you know, for the rest of this season, whether we win the Premiership or we don't or whatever happens, um, I'm just going to get back to the core of uh, enjoying each and every win and the moments in between. Because otherwise, what's the point of actually living? <laughs> what's the point of being a football supporter if you can't enjoy all the little bits and pieces along the way? So that's my little rant. And maybe I'm being a bit too philosophical because uh, I'm an old man, had another birthday this week. But enjoy the journey. Being a tiger is the ups and downs. Being a tiger is being able to share that with your mates, um, knowing that you're not a bandwagon supporter, uh, which everyone, every club needs, by the way. But enjoy the moments. And even the losses sometimes can be fun. And what I mean by that is, bloody oath, it's not fun to lose, and it's not fun to capitulate, and it's not fun to look like your team's not trying. But having a laugh with your mates about it afterwards and a beer or whatever, enjoy every part of it. As always, go Tigers. spoke about it a little bit earlier, players like Sydney Stack, um, also someone, and it's hard for a big man with knee injuries, but someone who could be there at the end of the year, 
at the moment, for some reason in my head, I've got the, the Clark Keating kind of syndrome um, from when the Brisbane Lions were really successful. But Ivan Soldo uh, towards the tail end of the year because it, it is a huge uh, impost on the body of Nan Kerbis. And we've seen uh, Pickett obviously go into the ruck and done a really good job um, for someone his size. I think where it's really dangerous for us is not the middle where he gets that ability to you know, use a, a run and leap. Um, it's in those situations in the, in the opposition forward line where it's more body work than it is the run and leap. And I think that's where we really miss out there. So getting Soldo back, um, seeing if any of the other young ruckmen can come through is going to be really important to the tail end of our season. If we can get enough wins up and we finish, you know, top six, you know, there's always a chance you're a team that's going to worry everyone. We're only eight rounds in and there's a fair few things right now. We've spoken about it before. Whether it's a new rules, whether it's a bit of winning fatigue, um, whether it is desire, who knows? We don't know the personal ins and outs of each person, but um, the, the depth will be tested this year and I think that's really exciting. And so, you know, he, he's an, basically the joker in the pack. Who knows? We get Soldo back at the finals and, and others have come through and developed it. It, it holds us instead, not just for this year, but for, for years going forward. So exciting times. Let's keep an eye and ear out on that. I think the club's been really smart, kind of holding those things back. Uh, someone who will come back in the next few weeks will be pressed here. Um, obviously, we still get Cochin back as well. Um, started to get a, a little bit of a worry um, pattern of those hamstring injuries. But, you know, I think not all doom and gloom as it can be when you've had a, a really disappointing loss. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Let us know what you think. Is there anyone else you've seen playing VFL in, the, in their pre-season and early games you think it come through? We'd love to hear about it. Forever Yellow and Black on Twitter and Facebook. Get me at Paul underscore football as well. Um, it's a discussion. It's not my... Um, place to determine all these things and in, in, in Richmond's hierarchy we trust. There's players at every club uh, that become kind of cult heroes uh, and cult generally means they weren't stars or they shone brightly and quickly. Uh, one of those players for us and he's uh, 50, 50 years old now, which is hard to believe, but uh, born 31st of May 1970, got a birthday coming up in a few weeks, is uh, Scotty Turner, the hitman. Um, made his debut for us uh, round one at 23rd of March against St Kilda. Uh, 196 centimetres, 6 foot 5, 96 kilos. Uh, played 144 games for us for 33 goals. So uh, Richmond um, uh, lifetime player because of the 100 games and so forth. But I think the things that we loved about Scotty Turner was he always gave everything. And win, uh, lose or even draw, we've always asked that and all supporters asked for that to be the minimum uh, and Scotty Turner certainly did that to us and and who could forget that beautiful 1995 bump um, in the uh, final against Essendon just thank you for being a Tiger we have to always acknowledge the past players to be able to appreciate the current and then their future Scotty Turner you were one of my faves well done buddy Shot for goal here. Turner is a long kick. But he's right on the bound, right on the boundary line. 
very, very blustery day. She tipped outside the boundary line. That is a beautiful kick. That is a goal. Huge leap. Now, here's Turner again. And did that clear the line? And the umpire has made the mark, so... Now, can he do the miraculous again? He kicked a beautiful goal from this same position early in the quarter. Scott Turner. So, here he comes. Right on the boundary again. Oh, don't tell me he's done it again. What a great goal. Thanks for joining us on the Forever Yellow and Black podcast. I was Paul, your host. You can get us on Forever Yellow and Black on Facebook and Twitter. You can also uh, join me in conversation on Paul underscore football. Won't always be about the Tigers. It'll be about Villa and a few other things, but I'll certainly join in the discussion. Uh, Apologise for some of the quality of this podcast. I was travelling down to see Mum uh, for Mother's Day and try and make myself feel a bit better after the Geelong loss. This is Forever Yellow and Black. Stay with us on that. Bolton will go back and kick the goal. The Tigers second, no problems.